I am a 30-year-old Korean woman, and I believe that it is critical for KPFA to have a much wider participation of immigrants and communities of color. As an anti-war and anti-racist feminist activist, I have many years of experience in doing community outreach for immigrant rights. I have worked with the anti-war movement and the victims of sex trafficking and sexual assault in the Bay Area. Please vote for Hyun Mi Kim and my colleagues of Independence for Community Radio. And you are listening to 94.1 KPFA in Berkeley, 89.3 KPFB in Berkeley, 88.1 KFCF in Fresno, and online at kpfa.org. It's 3 p.m. Up next is Cover to Cover Open Book. Welcome to Cover to Cover Open Book. I'm your host, Nina Serrano, and I'm pleased and honored to announce that I was named Best Local Poet in Oakland Magazine in the latest issue, Best July 2010. Today, I bring you another of my Poet to Poet series segments, featuring special guest Kirk Lumpkin, who will read his poems and discuss his work. Kirk Lumpkin is the author of two books of poems, Cohering and In Deep. His poetry music ensemble, The Word Music Continuum, released two CDs, Word Music Continuum and Sound Poems. He's been a featured poetry performer in the U.S. and Canada, also read in England and Scotland under the auspices of the Campaign for Nuclear Disarmament. He's on the board of Penn Oakland, and he's here with us today. Welcome, Kirk Lumpkin, to Open Studio. Thank you, Nina. It's a great pleasure to be here. Well, I'm so glad that you could share this time with us. I wonder if you could tell us how you first got involved in poetry. Well, I don't really remember um, the first things that I wrote. My parents have showed me um, a poem about Halloween, a rhyming poem that I wrote um, around second grade. I have no memory of having written it. My first real memories are in high school and junior high of, of starting to write and and you know and starting to really feel it and you know that was something that I wanted to do. What would you say some of the influences on you were in your adult life? Uh, you mean writers or just... Uh, uh, yeah, poets. Um, you know, definitely all of the beats, um, particularly Gary Snyder. Um, I work at the Ecology Center in Berkeley. His environmental message, um, not, and not only his style, you know, have influenced me a lot. I think I'm, I'm really different. Um, many, many other poets. I've been in the Bay Area since the early 70s, and so hearing people like yourself and, and, and many, many others, you know, it's such a rich environment to, you know, hear and experience. Well, is there a poem you'd like to start us out with? Yeah, there's a really simple little one I like to start with. It's called Bee Love. That's B-E-E, like the honey-making insect. Sometimes... I can send my love soaring out like a bumbling bee that is filled with the buzz of the knowledge that nothing would be better than to get lost in the deep golden pollen filled petal folds of your heart. Oh, thank you. You've just heard Kirk Lumpkin 
he wasn't reading his poem. No, he was reciting it. What we used to say when I was a kid, we used to say that was saying the poem by heart. <laughs> and by heart really uh, <laughs> describes that poem. Thank Indeed. you. Do you have another? Um, one of the, uh, the things that I really want to do today is um, the two poems that I want to fit together. Um, the first one... Um, appeared in writing first an anthology that both you and I are in, Words Upon the Waters, um, which was for the people of New Orleans. And this is uh, a little piece that um, is actually from a song that my band, the Wild Buds, do, um, which the rest of the song is sung, but this part is a sort of a rap breakdown in between. And then I'm going to go in from that into a longish thing for me called Jazz Fest Oil Bleed. And um, I think you'll see how, how the, they relate to each other. Wonderful. After the flood has gone back down with the power of soul, rebuild this town like land where river mud has flowed. When the sun comes out, then good things grow. Not cement, wood, not glass, not steel. It's human. Love makes the city heal. We got to learn to help each other inside. We're all sisters and brothers. Can't hope for help from the government. They gave the people up for lent. It's all right, my child, to be afraid. But we got strength that just won't fade. Sometimes we walk, sometimes we wait. Sometimes we gotta swim, but sometimes we parade. Giacomo, Fina, Fina, hey, we'll let the good times roll. Bon ton roulé. Jazz Fest, oil bleed. It's spring in New Orleans and time for the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival, a.k.a. Jazz Fest. An annual extravagant feast of amazing music. While out in the Gulf of Mexico, a ruptured oil well, hemorrhages fluid, the color of dirty, rusty blood, spreading it shoreward in toxic waves, Katrina returning, rotting from the grave. While Jazz Fest throbs deliciously on, swirls and pulsates with brass bands strutting like it's Mardi Gras day, the Cajun and Zydeco bands letting the bon ton roule. From many, many shades of the blues, the gospel choirs praising, from R&B to soul to funkadelic to hip-hop, rock and roll from southern rock to Seattle grunge to British new wave, and all kinds of jazz bands swinging, bopping, grooving, and gracefully haunted by the spirit of Louis Armstrong as the greasy film of the hugest oil slick ever slides toward the Gulf Coast. A Mardi Gras Indian band chants, shallow water, oh mama, shallow water, oh mama. And what all is going to die in the oil curdled, shallow water, oh mama, shallow water, oh mama. Already tuna, sea turtles, crabs, oysters, shrimp, dolphins, and countless others killed for no one's dinner. Like the pelicans, the Louisiana state bird, and a human way of life smothered with crude oil, fossilized in their own time. Don't wade in the water. Don't wade in the water, children. Don't wade in the water. There's poison there in the water. 
If only we could harness the joyous energy of Jazz Fest to at least stop this bleeding or better to push this nastiness back in the hole it came from miles below the sea. Impossible, but maybe there's still a chance it could help make us see we need this magical musical energy infinitely more than we need oil. Isn't this already so much more than enough? This feel-good music, this sumptuous food, gumbo, red beans and rice, crawfish etouffee, shrimp cocktail, fried green tomatoes, creole hot tamales, fried oyster spinach salad, catfish almondine, stuffed crab, sweet potato cookies, strawberry shortcake, pecan pie, etc. Who could really need more than this? And love. And a safe, healthy place to live. All here are paying the horrible price of our oil addiction and the greed-driven corporate drug dealer peddling power from a dark place is happy to say it's taking full responsibility, but unwilling to really pay for it because it sees its bottom line as more important than life, human or otherwise, even of its employees. Let the oil addiction end and the healing begin. Don't wait in a river. Don't wait in the Mississippi River. Don't wait in the river. Way down yonder in New Orleans. And even the ecstatic last set of the festival with the Neville Brothers, the Radiators, Wayne Shorter, B.B. King, Richie Havens, the Wild Magnolias, a gospel choir, a Cajun band, and a traditional jazz band, all simultaneously on different stages raising their spirits and musical voices, working their mojo, juju, art voodoo, aren't able to even slightly slow the oily plague, the coming disaster. At the mouth of the Mississippi, where continent-crossing old man river meets earth-circling mother ocean, naturally is a place of fertility, creativity, and vitality. Verdant delta lit by swamp bayou spawning ground estuary, but this is a dead zone. This shallow water, oh mama, shallow water, oh mama, shallow water, oh mama. Let the oil addiction end and the healing begin. You have just heard Kirk Lumpkin reading his own poetry here on KPFA, Open Book. Kirk, I... Struck once again with the musicality of your poetry. I wonder how what that what that influence how that came about. I don't know. It just you know I always wanted it to. I wanted to say what I wanted to say, but I wanted it to sound good. Wanted to have them you know just be word music. Yeah. Well, you certainly succeeded. This is word music. You have a CD that we're going to be able to hear that actually deals with words. It's called Words. Thank you. 
becoming a rhythm. and rants and poems and lullabies and speeches and letters and sentences and paragraphs and dabbles and dabbles and books and records and things and CDs. Words are vague. Words are 
what we think. Words are not what we think. Words are the past holding us back. Words are our roots in history. Words are pictures. Words are worth more than many pictures. Words are a description of reality. Words are reality. Words are tools. Words are toys. Words are words. Words are music. Words are words. Words are music. Words to the Words Trilogy by Kirk Lumpkin, and he's accompanied by the Word Music Continuum. It was a trilogy of three poems, Before Words, Words, and Afterwords. So, Kirk, what are some of the new things you're doing, new events? Well, the next I'm doing a reading actually a week from today, um, on Friday the 13th. Um, that's in Berkeley at the Nefeli Cafe on at 1854 Euclid Avenue in Berkeley. It's free, 7 p.m. Anyway, hopefully uh, some of the people in the listing audience might come and check that out. The next time that the World Word Music Continuum is going to appear is uh, Sunday, September 26th. I know that's a while from now, but anyway, keep your eyes open for that. It's an event at the Beat Museum on Broadway in San Francisco. 
the Beat Museum. What is that? Well, that's uh, commemorated to the memory of uh, the Beat poets and writers, uh, Kerouac, Ginsburg, and the and the and the still living members, uh, Snyder and uh, McClure and Burroughs. And is it a cafe or a real museum? It's a uh, it's more of a museum bookstore. Um, they have recordings and stuff too, and they have events. Interesting. And was there another? Well, there's an event that I'm also involved in putting on uh, tonight um, at uh, where I work at the Ecology Center. It's called the Sustainable Reconstruction of Haiti, a benefit for uh, builders without borders who are doing work um, to help rebuild Haiti. That's tonight at the Ecology Center um, at 7 p.m. So maybe you'll come and check us out at 2530 San Pablo Avenue and uh, help uh, help the people of Haiti. So your work, both your work with the Ecology Center and your work at the farmer's market and your work at poetry seem to all be very related. I try not to make a lot of orders in my life. I want to, you know, try and meld things and, uh, um, you know, not not break them up and segmentalize them. This event tonight actually is not a part of my real paid work at the Ecology Center. It's just something that I wanted to help with. My real paid work at the Ecology Center is the as the special events coordinator at the Berkeley Farmers Market. Where you've even put on poetry events it's and true. vegetables. It's true. Actually, there's a yearly one that we uh, help produce called the Watershed Environmental Poetry Festival, which is on t- October 2nd this year. That's a Saturday. It's hosted yearly by former U.S. Poet Laureate Robert Haas. So have you some more poems to share with us? Yeah, you know what I just thought of at that point? I was talking about uh, borders and the, uh, um, you know, breaking down of borders and... I thought I might uh, do this one. It's uh, a little, uh, what shall I say, you have to bear with me because um, I do not uh, perfectly um, do the accent that's required to do it. But it's one of those things, you know, that's kind of a a voice poem. It's not really, it's not my voice. Um, But um, hopefully you'll enjoy this one. Um, I think it uh, relates uh, a bit to your work on La Raza Chronicles. it's, it's amusing, but also serious. It's called El Nino. Hey, I am El Nino, the bad boy. I'm the weather system that's in your face, on your back, blowing you off and coming down on you. I'm crossing your borders, and I don't need no stinking passport. But you can welcome me anyway. Go with my flow. Feel me like a river and maybe bust out the levees that hold you back. Or maybe throw your head back wide open to me like my lover, the Pacific, welling up warm to meet me, taking thousands of my droplets into your body, feeling each wet little bomb land like a kiss. Yeah, you can ride my wildness or you can let me Ruin your parade and drown your dreams because part of it is up to you. And whether you got a house that's built on a rock or you ain't got no home at all, you can't control me. I am El Nino. Interesting about El Nino. Could you explain what El Nino is uh, in terms of climate and weather? Well, it's, it's, 
it's this, you know, we here we experience it as extremely rainy winters, but it's caused by um, a warming of the ocean, um, the Pacific. Um, and I, I can't tell you like a whole lot of the details, but that that line about welling up warm to to meet me—that's that's part of what the Pacific is doing to cause. I remember the El Nino one El Nino where I was able with without a wetsuit to swim in Marin in the waters. Me too. And I'll never forget it. It was the most delicious, marvelous experience. Really? That wasn't the Caribbean, and it was thrilling. I hear you. I can't swim around here. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, too, it's cold. too cold. But for me. that year, I could actually get in. It was wonderful. What other works do you have for us? Oh, how about something totally different? Okay. Here's a love poem. It's called The Night Valley. Lying in each other's arms, in post orgasmic bliss, touching from head to toe. Through the bedroom air, heavy with lovemaking and the pulsing candlelight, your eyelashes are shadowy butterflies, your eyes darkly shining smiles, your body the night valley that holds me to this earth, the night valley where I am allowed to be the river. Very, very nice. That somewhat reminds me of of your words trilogy, the afterwards. There's some there's, there's some, some echoes. echo there. Yeah. What else? Well, um I wanted to do this piece because it's Hiroshima Day. And um, this one does not, uh, it's a little tangential perhaps. Um, it was inspired originally by a uh, Butoh dance performance. If you know Butoh or don't, it's a very intense form of Japanese modern dance. And I don't know whether it was so much like just the dance or, or what was portrayed in the dance but it just made me think like that it had to come out of this society that had experienced this kind of intensity that being bombed in the you know sort of the psychological and physical mutations that must come out of that it's a poem called flexible as flames hard as bones even out on the spirit path hunted hounded haunted by mutation shaping us and the path itself to no one's vision. DNA and consciousness short-circuiting with reflections crashing into mirrors in a double helix cellular feedback flashback illuminating the immolation of the napalm torch that is the living body of the jungle while flashbulb strobing document the living pyre, the living offering candle of a Buddhist monk in Vietnam who leaves a trail of burning footprints across the spirit world. Memories and cancers etching into our genes, osmosing into our dreams. And now, when the desire arises in us to be clean, we begin to fear the longed-for baptism will only leave us covered with transparent poisons that will soon begin 
their acid burn? And will the only silver lining be a metal alloy skin for some cyborg devolution on this atmosphereless planet where this lone survivor species comes shining through the midst of the worldwide conflagration of this global meltdown culture ruled by corporations in which we're aliens on earth or if we could only scrape off the charred ash skin of Hiroshima and find beneath the fresh skin of a newborn child. Or if we could become Houdini performance artists or samurai tricksters or peace warriors or cosmic love poets or possessors of the leverage of spiritual jujitsu or bone mothers throwing flowers and dancing with cobras of lightning or locksmiths of synchronicity or kundalini athletes or endlessly enraptured lovers or zen acrobats like these we might escape the apocalyptic marketplace in a dive dance through the echoing spheres of the full spectrum diversity of the rainbow body of a climax rainforest in a new Eden where gods again grow living bodies and atoms unite with their lost lovers. Thank you, Kirk Lumpkin. And thank you so much for remembering that this is Hiroshima Day May there never be another day like that was on this planet again. Thank you very much, Kirk Lumpkin. We hope you'll be able to come back. And I want to remind people that they can hear Kirk at 7 p.m. Friday, August 13th at the Nephili Cafe on Euclid Avenue in Berkeley. And thanks to Erica Bridgman for engineering. And thanks to all of you for listening. May you all have a wonderful afternoon. Mark Danner.